Okay. Yeah. Um, so this is um, episode 65 of 65 of the first X Minutes podcast. And um, uh, before I go for that, I just want to say thank you to everybody who has been listening in the podcast has been blowing up one way or the other. And um, thank God I have someone with me who, um, thanks to her recommendation yesterday, the podcast and more followers and um, I had a lot of interaction on Twitter um, yesterday that was Thursday before I introduce her um, it's been an amazing week um, I think the month ends today no tomorrow and um, it's been an amazing month of February myself and my guests will talk about everything football that has been going down in this month of February yes I have a guest I won't be running the podcast alone my name is Ruti Midramala you find me on Twitter at papi underscore the great as at papi underscore the great and I have yet another female football sports analyst I'm so excited we've been planning this for days and weeks but I'm happy that we're finally doing it so here's how we do it you introduce yourself to the audience um, the club you support, football club you support, and of course, the football club you hate the most. Your time starts now. Okay, good afternoon, listeners. My name is Motura Ola Senji of Mora Sports on Twitter. Yeah. I actually don't have a football club that I support, but I'm a team or real if I'm a football that way. Okay. And now I am a Gallo FC. Oh, <laughs> favor over <laughs> Labour FC, right? <laughs> yeah. I followed, I followed all your tweets yesterday after... Um, immediately after and even some minutes or hours after Igano scored his first goal for Manchester United. Uh, let me say that if you are a Jose, Jose Mourinho fan, that means to an extent you are rooting for Tottenham at least to an extent because he's the manager, right? Definitely, oh. definitely. But, so that means you don't have a club you support, you don't have a club you hate. I don't have a club that I support in any way I'm ah, wow this is the first this because everybody I'm always featuring they always say oh I support Haas now and I hate Manchester United oh I support Barcelona and I hate uh, Real Madrid but it's good to have you here though I mean someone who is different so um, I, I'm trying to I know we had a script we had a list of things that we said we we're going to talk about and all of that but let's just start with the Gallo goal how excited were you or are you that the first Nigerian to play for Manchester United has also become the first Nigerian to score for Manchester United? You know, the Gallo's goal was, was long due because we as Nigerians, we have the person that is to come against um, Chelsea when they meet. But being the start, uh, the first start for um, Jody Gallo, mm-hmm. we are all delighted and we are all excited that the game actually came. Mm. It, 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 it's, I don't know if it's perfect timing because the first start, his first start for Manchester United, and then he got, I think he scored this goal, the game's second, was it the second goal or the third goal? Second the, goal yeah, the second goal, yeah, second exactly. Goal. And yeah. it's, um, it's, exa- Nigerian Twitter went, blew up, favor of our FC, everybody started tagging the gallows. <laughs> Some people even gave, some people even did give away on behalf of Igalo. I mean, that's how crazy um, it is. And speaking of crazy, that's how crazy um, the Europa League blew up yesterday. Uh, so many, many surprising results. It's just that favor over labor trended over some of these surprising results. It was when we woke up this morning, we found out that, hey, 
Arsenal failed to qualify, Sporting Lisbon blew a 3-1 um, first leg advantage and even failed to qualify. Let's talk about the Europa League. With the teams currently remaining in the Europa League, we talk about Inter Milan, there's AS Roma, there's Manchester United, the list goes on and on and on. Which of these sides do you think have the higher advantage of making it the farthest? They're still severe in the Europa League this season. Yeah, you know, talking about Sevilla, Sevilla are uh, the king of Europa League, mm. if we are to that way. But now that we have Inter Milan, I'll be rooting for Inter Milan to get further. Mm. But I think they are not going to have it. Considering that Conte is not that good when it comes to European football, mm. he's more focused on the league. On the but league. I think I'll be going for Inter for now. And Manchester United, on the other hand, they have all the materials it takes. To actually win the Europa, mm. but we only had the way anything can happen because this is a game of football. Of course, anything can happen. It's game of it's a game of football. Speaking of anything being uh, being able to happen, we saw one of the we witnessed one of the most surprising results in the Champions League on Wednesday. Manchester City traveling to the Santiago Bernabeu to face Almighty Real Madrid. Um, the most European Cup winners and all of that and they ran away with a 2-1 first leg advantage um, in three weeks time both sides will be facing off again but this time at the Etihad Stadium now that we've seen how the first leg of the round of 16 games in the UEFA Champions League have played out how do you think the second leg will play out? I mean, Chelsea losing to Bayern, Napoli drawing um, Barcelona. Do you, which of these teams do you think will advance to the quarterfinals of the competition? You know, actually, I said that um, anything can happen in the game of football, but there are some things that even when they happen, <laughs> I know where you're going. Happens, I know where you're going. <laughs> so it's like saying Chelsea are going to I knew it. a first zero win uh, at Monish. It's not going. It's not going to be easy, and I don't think it's even possible with the caliber of players that Chelsea have in right now. Mm. I'm looking at Man City and Real Madrid. Madrid are coming to England without Sergio Ramos, and we know the impact of Sergio Ramos in that thing. Mm. But you know, they are uh, uh, European champions back to back to back. So, with the experience and the caliber of players that they have, with Zidane at the wheel, I think they can narrowly escape and get the qualification in England. Mm. So, um, you're backing Madrid against, um, you're, you're backing one Spanish team against an English team. Let's talk about another Spanish Spanish team versus English team fixture. That's Atletico Madrid um, traveling to the Anfield Stadium to take on Liverpool. Liverpool have not lost on that ground in well over a year. I'm not sure if it is two years plus right now. Do you think... Atletico can hold the fort for 90 minutes and maybe just run away with a 1-1, 2-2, 3-3 or draw without suffering defeat um, at the Anfield Stadium? Um, you know, Atletico Madrid, uh, people like to see them as a Spanish team because they play in Spain, but their way of play, they don't play the Spanish football. Style. So that's going to make it very difficult for Liverpool to go through. Ah. Because Atletico Madrid are coming into Anfield to defend for 90 minutes. Mm. And that's what they did in the first leg, actually, because they studied the game. They know Liverpool are uh, play from strength and repertoire, mm-hmm. and they love mm-hmm. that the win. And mm. without the win, Liverpool cannot play. Though Anfield is a fortress, you see what they did um, against Barcelona for Atletico. They are not coming to surprise anybody. They don't want to show off. They don't want, they don't have anything to prove. All they are coming to they do are is not, they are not ready for lock that. things they are down about and qualify. Now. Wow. Yeah. And 
the tougher team to play against is one that they have made up their mind that they're going to park the bus, the train, the car, the plane, and every other thing in front of goal to deny you from scoring. Um, just for the record, in case you're wondering which two people you're listening to, my name is Papi the Great. That's P-A-P-I underscore the Great on Twitter. And I have my friend with me, Monserrat. You'll find her on Twitter at Molat Sports Gist. If you don't know the spelling of that, I'm going to spell that out for you. That's M-O-L-A-T-S-P-O-R-T-G-I-S-T. That's Molat Sport Gist. So let's quickly move away from the UEFA Champions League, Europa League. Let's talk about football in general this month. Um, it has been an amazing month of football. We've had the EFL Cup, we've had the FA Cup, we have the um, top five um, European football league. So many, many football um, talking points uh, from this month. Um, however, for you, which game um, has been the most unforgettable, if I can put it that way, that you watched in this month? The most unforgettable game for me this month will actually be a Serbian game. In a game where we have no hurricane and not actually coming to full a surprise. Uh, I think that was against Aston Villa. Uh, got danger at 55 seconds and went on to play the full game and actually made a 3-2. Mm. I think it is it's also incredible. Uh. But now that I'm not in good form because we lost two strikers. Already. Let's let's stick with let's stick with your favorite manager that's Jose Maria and let's stick with his current <laughs> team that's um Spurs. Um one nil deficit um at um against Leipzig. Um they have to travel to wait, wait was that game played at um in England? Oh yeah, it was an England, yeah, yes. Yeah. Now they have to travel to Germany. Have the same headache that Chelsea have, just that they don't have they are not suffering such a wide deficit. Do you think Jose Mourinho, without um, Harry Kane, I think his son is out also. I stand to be corrected. Yeah. 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 How? What magic? How can this set up to take advantage of such a young Leipzig side? We watched that game. Spurs suffered in that game. I watched that game. Spurs suffered in that game. What can Jose Mourinho do in the second um, leg to ensure that not only does the side win, but they can also progress to the next stage? You know, Jose um, Mourinho, even and in fact, but today know that Jose Mourinho is so the special one for many reasons. We say that Jose Mourinho going um, to Germany to get an early goal. You know, the first priority is to go there to cancel out the away goal mm. once that is done. Then anything can happen because in the first leg, Tottenham actually tried their best without a striker, but an individual error actually caused them the point. Yeah, yeah, true, so I think Jose uh, Mourinho is going to Germany to get the qualification, but. Moving out of Jose Mourinho and looking at Tottenham as a thing, I don't think Tottenham has the caliber of players to actually challenge for that because most of their players are average and some of them are even weak mentally. Mm. Mm. So I think uh, Jose Mourinho has really a lot of work to do in that thing. But the first thing for now is to get the qualification. Well, if we want to make excuses for Spurs, we also have to make excuses <laughs> for Leon. Who were missing like six or seven major key players, but they still welcomed Juventus and managed to lock out Juventus. I don't think Juventus had a shot on target in that game. Leon won that game by one goal to nil. Well, there's no title race in England, there's no more title race in France, but there is a title race in the Spanish La Liga and the Italian Serie A. I've been speaking about these two leagues in the past four or five episodes of this podcast. This is the first X Minutes podcast, by the way. And um, I would ask my friend about the Italian Serie A title race. What what we thought was a two-horse race 
has transformed quickly into a three well horse or dog or cat or whatever animal you race because <laughs> lazio have joined the pack yes they went on that um unbeaten run i think for the most part of december january february immobile scoring all the goals most of them were penalties by the way and now they are rubbing shoulders with juventus and napoli uh, and inter milan i beg your pardon which of these teams do you think at the end of may or at the end of the season will be hoisting the Serie A title high up in the skies and will be proclaimed as champion of Italian football? Uh, I think Serie A this season uh, is going to be like a Premier League of last season that is not over until it is over. Mm. We saw what uh, happened between Manchester and Liverpool last season. So I think Serie A is, uh, is actually going to end up like that. We cannot predict the winner until the final day because when they eventually they are not that good, but it depends on the goals, which is Cristiano Ronaldo, and he has always needed to deliver for the team. And we have immobile scoring up and down, front, center, pass, nobody can stop him mm. currently. And we have uh, Inter Milan, who has actually brought the whole of players across Europe mm. into that thing. We have the like a very same Lukaku, and you know, they are just there scoring goals and everything. Well, I think this is the first time Syria is being challenging with, uh, with like of Conte. And we all know that Conte is a man who actually focuses only on the league. Not so with the European Cup, he only focuses on the league. So I think it would be a great side as to watch to the very end to see who is going to leave the cup. Mm. Title race is going to go down to the wire in the Serie uh, The classical, by the way, will not necessarily go down to the wire because it will be happening on sunday this sunday we are recording this podcast on a friday by the way the 28th of february 2020 and march will be work march is going to be massive there's uh, there's a lot of match madness to anticipate the manchester derby the el Clasico. there will be the london derby also between chelsea and spurs not forgetting the return leg of the uefa champions league round of 16. the el Clasico. i want to put you on the spot Montserrat. real madrid or Barcelona, who do you think will win? Uh, Real Madrid, Barcelona. I, I will go for 50-50. Oh, okay. So it's going to end. It's going to end in a draw. Uh, I'm going. I, I will go for 50-50. It depends that either of the team can win. Oh, okay. Because, okay. You know, a classical, a classical is not just a match. It's not just a game. It's a, it's a war. It's a battle that either <laughs> of the team have to overcome. That is why they have been playing a classical. going for 50-50. I want to talk about a league where 50-50 is not exactly what is currently on display and I'm talking about the Nigerian professional football league. Yes, we've been seeing a whole lot of away games being won by teams of, of the away sides and all of that but on the overall if you look at things holistically you still see that things are not balanced not 50 50 um while there's a whole lot of talk about teams um Iba representing us well and the calf confederations cup and all of that there's still talk about how the league is not marketable yet we talk about how fifa is um 
dropping a huge ban on FC Fine Yoruba for um, um, owing players and all of that. Now, I want to put you on the spot here. You're a football analyst, you're a sport analyst, and I'm sure you've interacted well to an extent with the Nigerian Professional Football League. What exactly are we doing wrong in Nigerian Professional Football League, and how can we even make it right? You know, I would start by saying that Nigerian um, football league organizers, they're actually not out to do about it, to do it right, but they're not ready to do it right. Mm. Because doing it right, we don't actually bring money to their table. Mm. And that is what is actually happening in the Nigerian league. Uh, currently, we're talking about making it marketable. We've seen all our sports journalists, sports journalists, everybody trying to bring the league to uh, to sign like, but what are the organizers doing? We saw a game where two of uh, um, the fans of the of the both team actually clashed. They enjoy they enjoy um, the coach and everything. And the organizer actually came out came about just telling them to play behind the door, no fine, nothing. And you know this kind of thing will keep occurring. And when the reoccurrence keep coming up, how are we going to market? You cannot put a violent game on on, on TV for people to see. Mm-hmm. But talking talking about, talking about fans, fans and audience, audience sort of, I think we are we are better this season yeah. compared to yeah. uh, to last season yeah. and another season because we see people actually coming out to say, okay, let's go and watch our game, let's go and for our players. So I think we are getting there, but we are not there yet. Montreal hmm. thinks we are getting there, but we are not there yet. I hope we getting there happens during our generation and it doesn't have to happen <laughs> after us because a lot of people say a whole lot of things about the mpfl there's a lot of talk and not much action and then in a country of over well around 200 million people i mean the market is there i think the mpfl just needs to respond to the teaming nigerian football fans who are saying hey we want to make this happen we want to make the most of the nigerian professional football league just make this happen for us um what else have we not spoken about we've spoken about almost everything we've spoken about almost everything in football and one name before i before i let you go one football player who you think this month performed so well that they surprised you the most can i make can i name two Okay. <laughs> okay, go on. Two. <laughs> I have to remind. Okay. And one is the senior man, Cristiano Ronaldo. Why do I think you're going to mention a gallo? What? Why do I think you're going to mention a gallo as the second one? I'll not to go for you, gallo, but I don't want to. I don't want people to think because I'm in Nigeria. Okay, okay, okay. And I'm okay. Not, so I'm not going to go okay, for so Igalo, Cristiano Ronaldo first. Igalo, I'm still saying Igalo. Wow. So yeah, I'm ready for Igalo to do all the best at Manchester United. Uh, uh. So I'm going for Cristiano Ronaldo at the senior man scoring in 11 consecutive real games. And I'm going, going to go. My second option is going to be the little boy, Alan. Ah, Everybody right, behind at the time. Right. So I'm going to go for Alan. Almost forgot. The young Norwegian... <laughs> Who is tearing up every? Um, do you see him as maybe if Ballon d'Or winner in the next decade? Maybe. Ah, uh, maybe when um the likes of Lionel Messi and okay, yeah. the OGs have to retire so first. I was for <laughs> and Mbappe. 
Ah, okay. The OGs have to retire first before the young child yeah. group will, yeah. will win it. Thank you. Thank you so much for featuring on this episode of the podcast. By the way, if you want to find Monsora, you find her on Twitter. She's pretty, pretty much active. Trust me, she's really, really active. She knows all the nooks and crannies. She knows all those sports analysts. Well, she doesn't like to really get herself involved in all this Twitter back and forth, but she's always observing. She's really always observing. You find her on Twitter at Molat Sports Gist. That's M O L A T. S-P-O-R-T-G-I-S-T. So many T's, T's, T's in her Twitter handle. Yeah, it's episode 65 of the First X Minute podcast. My name is Ritmi Damala. Thank you so much, Masura, for joining us. Um, whatever you're going to be doing this weekend, I hope it's profitable. I hope you stay safe. I hope you don't drink and drive. And I hope that if you are going to have a malang beguri or it's fried rice or it's salad, whatever it is, you're going to, it is you're going to be doing, I hope it's profitable. And I hope you have a whole lot of fun. I'll catch you in episode 66 where we'll be talking about everything that went down over the weekend in football. Bye for now. Thank you.